Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The unveiling coming up uh, in just a few hours, Slee. Yeah. The NBA trade deadline coming up in exactly one hour. Yep. And the Lakers play the Nuggets tonight. Jeez, man. <laughs> There's a lot going on. And it's a ticket Thursday I, at, um, yeah. So I was on the phone and I was telling the person who uh, won, Carl, uh, what he won. And it was tickets to see uh, Seinfeld, Bargatze, Gaffigan, and Menescalco at the Hollywood Bowl. Again, Jeez. these are fantastic shows that you what have a chance show. to see. So make sure you tune in all day. All the shows are doing this. So not just our show. It, it, when I was walking back in from... Uh, the, the restroom, I heard you talking to the, the winner, M, and I heard her saying, okay, you're going to see Seinfeld, Bargatze, and Maniscalco. I'm like, seriously? Like, r- like really? <laughs> yeah, like, I, I literally turned my head and looked at Emily like, you got to be kidding me. Sounds like an upcoming Dodger <laughs> game. You're going to see Mookie, Freddie, <laughs> Yamamoto, Shohei Otani, and Unless Will Smith Greg. is like the back page. Greg's like, I don't like Vezia. He's pitched uh, seven yeah, innings this year, and one of no. them wasn't very good. Berg's going to complain that the entrance at Dodger Stadium, that the the landscaping doesn't look good enough. <laughs> Find something, right? Even if he gets that extra lefty. It is Super Week on 710, and thanks to our friends at Islands for helping make sure we have Super Squares. Listen for the cue to call. Be caller number seven, and you win two squares on our Islands Superboard to be randomly selected by us. And on Sunday, you can win fabulous gift cards from Islands, brought to you by Islands Restaurants, your local paradise. And there's not a lot of empty spots on that board. Wait, one, two, three, four, less than 15. Right, so technically since they get two, so you're basically talking about seven, eight spots left. Not not many, and uh, somebody's going to win some Island Gifts cards and awesome. get some uh, nacho right. cheese fries, not no, cheddar cheese fries with mm-hmm. ranch dressing, and if you're so inclined, I highly recommend an ice cold beer. If you are into such things. Oh, if not, little, get an iced tea. Get a cold lemonade. At the top. That oh, little chip on I the know. bottom of the mug where That's they left good. it. Come on, man. I should go to Islands because I'm getting prepared. I'm going to Hawaii next month. I'm super excited. I gotta get go to Islands and get experience. (laughs) Where are you going in Hawaii? I'm gonna stay at the Alani and is that on Maui? Oahu. Oahu. Okay. Super excited. Have you been been. before? I've never been. Uh, Oh, blast! I've never left the continental U.S. (laughs) Okay. So it'll be fun to leave at least this part of the United States. I haven't either. You've been to Hawaii uh, I've been multiple times? Twice. Okay. Jorge, you've been a twice, couple, yeah. twice. Me, I've been, I think I've been twice too. Mm-hmm. Both times I've gone, wait, three. I've been three times. Both times. And once I went as a kid with my parents, uh, Susan and I went there on our honeymoon. Okay. And then once we took our family on vacation. So three times. Every single time I've been there, I was like, how can I make a living? Yeah. I don't want to go home. You guys may not yeah. see yeah. me yeah. back yeah. I, I think that's like, did you guys have that same experience? Like, how can I just stay here get, forever? Oh, We're yeah. going to get an email from Emily. It's not even going to be, she's not even going to text us or call us. And she's going to say, hey, uh, I'm working at the uni- for the University of Hawaii sports <laughs> radio station out there. And that's it. We're never going to talk Solid to Emily. Yeah. You I, mean, like, cool? I don't think you can live on that. Like, I, you, you're doing, I literally like, okay, how much do I need to live here? Yeah. How long am I Why willing to do too? it? It's very expensive. Yeah, yeah. But Over the years. The, it's not, it wasn't a theoretical exercise. It was a, okay, 
how, how much longer do I have to pay for these kids? Where am I going to go? How much money do I have in the well, bank? How much could I kids. dip into it? That's what I'm saying. Like your math will be different than my math. Girl and, math. Yeah, yeah. There you Girl go. Math, no You'll kids. never yeah. have to go on vacation again. You'll exactly. live in paradise. So somebody that tells me uh, and Brenda is like, "Hey, can we go to Alani for like Valentine's Day? I mean, we can just go for the day and then come back." Awesome. <laughs> I was like, "You That's know, awesome. I, sure, That's awesome. you know, God bless her. <laughs> exactly. You should take her. I should, come yeah, on, what are, you, what are you, bad yeah. dad? Come yeah, on, can man. You, can we fit in your, uh, in your carry yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> you and uh, your family can join me and Claire. It'll right? be a fun time. Um, so additional news to what uh, Chris Haynes said uh, on. His tweet uh, last segment, but this is Dave McBenham. He just is adding, saying, "With one hour to go until the trade deadline, I'm hearing there's been nothing close to a deal for the Lakers so far this morning." That's from Dave McBenham. I think that is not only the wisest course of action because there isn't a name that's going to take them from where they are right now to okay, let's go. Bring, bring on the Denver Nuggets. Bring on the Milwaukee Bucks. Bring on the Boston Celtics. I don't think that name was out there available for them to get. A, because I don't think the name's available, and, yeah. and two, because the Lakers don't have the pieces available to go get one of those guys, mm-hmm. short of the two guys that they would never let go, right? So that wasn't going to happen. The around the edges, okay, does it make a big difference? Probably not. And then that middle guy that we've been talking so much about over the last month or so, they probably didn't like the price, right? Mm-hmm. That the price that for a player like Murray was probably something that was a little bit above and beyond where they wanted to go. And I'm just speculating here. But I think that the result of it is fascinating. The result being, we are in year six of LeBron James with the Lakers. He's in year 21 in his career. He's yep. 39 years old. He is, he's got a player option at the end of this year. And if I, because I can only interpret his emojis... I'm left to believe that he wanted to improve this team, that time was running out, and they've opted to, you know what, this is the best we can do with what we've got right now. We're going to roll this into the summer, and then we'll see what we can do. Is this at least a a smoke signal or at least a little bit of a tell of them thinking about the future more than the present? I, I think, can we put a pin on that for a second? Because I think the issue that I have is this is the team that they thought was good enough to not have to worry about a trade deadline. You think about what they needed to happen at the trade deadline to, like you said, we want them to be a part of the mix. We want them to be, is there a move out there that could do this, do that? Didn't everybody walk into the year saying to themselves, this team's going to potentially be a top five team in the NBA? And that's not crazy. There was a lot of people saying, you're coming off the Western Conference Championship or get into the Western Conference Finals, and then you find yourself in a spot where um, – LeBron, Anthony Davis, you thought D'Angelo, Austin Reeves, Rui, you you thought you had a lot of continuity that was going to be with this team. I think the thing that's being just just flipped right over, you kind of were just turning that page and we're going to start looking at the offseason, what's going to happen with the Lakers, everything else, because that's what this tweet really means. It never worked. Like this season just, it never clicked. The fact that they weren't even in a position to see, is there a player out there that could, that could help us with contention? They're two games over 500. Why didn't it work? What, why are they sitting in a position where they have to kick the can down the road to another summer and Braun's going to be 40? Um, a lot of people were talking about, we, we, got the, we want Isn't the continuity, kind of- we want this, we want that. This season has been so drastically different than I think we thought coming in. Yeah. yeah, no, no, they are going to compete. They are going to contend. Super uncommon. I mean, it, it, it's this that's may a be... Western Conference. They went eighteen and eight in the final 24, 26 yeah. games. Yeah, I get there that. There was no continuity but, 
of lineups for Lakers. I feel like this whole season has just been them throwing stuff at the wall when it seems like they're just ha- trying to have things play out. I don't know. But I'm just, I'm just the only, I guess my only point is this. The season, we're basically kind of just saying, and I don't disagree that they don't make a move just to make a move. But the portion that I disagree with is, damn, we thought they were going to have a chance to walk into the season, have an opportunity, and have a shot. And here we are at the trade deadline basically saying, ain't nothing going to save this Lakers team, and, and we just move on. Well, I think that the shot they had at the beginning is the same shot they have now, which is, you know, we'll see how the two best guys play and hope that the secondary guys step up, right? That's what the plan was going in. And the the, the floor just dropped out, right? That But a team having, okay, this is what we're going to do, and then you get to the, this isn't the midway point, but you get to the trade deadline, it's like, okay, we, we were wrong about that. Let's fix it on the fly. That happens all the time. That's just, you You go in, you know, baseball's got the adage, first two months are to see what you got, the next two months are to try and fix it, and the last two months are, we're going to play, we're going to go for it, right? Mm-hmm. That basketball doesn't line up quite like that, but it's, this is what we thought, okay, it's not exactly right, can you fix it? I think they looked at it and said, not in any meaningful way, so let's just hope that what we thought originally gets better. That's one topic. The topic to me that I find interesting is this is really the first time that they've kind of sat on their hands, that they really haven't, you know, when when LeBron has hourglassed them before, literally or metaphorically, they've always kind of snapped too. Like, okay, you want it, the, the, you want these guys out? They're out. You want that guy in? He's in. You want to you want to shuffle the roster? Great. You want to keep the roster? Great. That they've always kind of been pretty attentive to his desires. And if his desires this year were, hey, we got to do something, which is what I believe that hourglass meant. Everybody interpreted they're, that. They're yeah. not doing anything. That's mm-hmm. meaningful. That it's the first time they've said, you know what? Appreciate the input, but I don't think so. That that that's not nothing. That, that, that saying no to somebody for the first time or or deciding to go in a different direction than the most important person in the building, and he is, yep. is not nothing. You think Braun is being sold on the, listen, this is what was on the table. We can make a move like this now, which, by the way, we don't even know if the Atlanta Hawks truly had interest in doing a deal with the Lakers, but I wonder how much, because I think Braun's input is still very, very, very powerful in this organization. Sure it is. And I, but it I, also I, didn't move the needle this time. But maybe he's also being sold on, look, we can do this. We don't think it's going to change much. You see the team that's out there. What if we waited till the summer and we went out and tried to get, go get one of these other bona fide yeah. superstars? Well, I guess it depends on who the other superstar is. I guess it depends on whether he wants to stay. Here, here's, and, here. and now there's a brick in the wall that's – we're going to do – we're worried about what's next at least as much as what's now. That mm-hmm. before it was always the what's, what's now. now. And this is at least we're at least got a push here where, you know, we're not gonna sell it off, but we're also not gonna add anything to it. We're gonna we're gonna let this ride for another couple of months. We'll see what happens in the playoffs. Maybe they get hot again. Who knows? Unlikely, but who knows? Yeah. And then we'll figure out what's happening after that after and by the way he may or may not be a part of it he probably will but it's not a slam dunk guarantee but we talked about yesterday how it seems like the sources at least who uh sam amick has talked to says the lakers really would love for lebron to finish out his career as a laker so wouldn't that be kind of pushing someone in this direction can i tell you i think there's if we're playing poker uh, i think part of me is like okay braun if you're really going to go leave the Lakers. You're not going to take that player option for your 50 plus million dollars. 
uh, part of me wants to see, okay, LeBron, then go do it. I don't think he's going to do it. As in, I think LeBron will still be a Laker by the time next year starts. Maybe there's a little risk, M, because you're not catering to him, but he's not 32. He's not 35. There does come a point where you're saying to yourself, okay, well, let, let's pause here for a second. What makes most sense? Here's my only risk, or here's my only, not fear, but there's only thing that I would caution in the offseason. You need so many things to go your way to potentially land one of those other superstars. So we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll talk about that coming up in just a little bit. I'm, I don't know if I've ever been happier to say something like this. Dr. Clapper joins us next. Come on, Dr. Yes, Clapper. Yes, Dr. Clapper joins us next right here on the Travis Lee Show, 710 ESPN. Is your vehicle due for service? Is it ready for general maintenance? Check that sticker in your window right now because is it time to get those wipers replaced, right? How often have we been driving around smearing that water around? If any of those things are true, head into your neighborhood Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the 15-minute drive-through oil change. For over 30 years, Valvoline has provided quick and convenient automotive maintenance services for busy people like you and me. You don't have to get out of the car. You don't have to go sit in that weird waiting room. At Valvoline, you stay in your car. You're safe. You're relaxed while the expert technician Make sure that your ride is at its best. You are in, you are out. It is a pit stop for your ride. Oil changes, tire rotations, transmission care, and more. Just pull up, drive in, and drive out in about 15 minutes. Over 80 locations ready to help you get your ride ready for the road in no time at all. So visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and game-winning coupons off of your next Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. And yes, indeed. Thursday morning, 11.18 a.m. on the Travis and Sliwa Show on 2824. And yeah, we're going to do this live. A little live setup. Because I have waited for this moment for the last year. When I shut my eyes and thought about our coverage on 2824, mm-hmm. I thought, how could the day be complete without one of the biggest and greatest Kobe fans that we've ever been able to do radio with and know? The great Dr. Robert Clapper. Doc has to be part of this day, and Doc has to be back on this radio station. And Dr. Robert Clapper, it is an honor and a pleasure to welcome you back to 710 ESPN. Chris Morales, uh, you can't see my face. I got a face for radio, but my <laughs> smile is going from ear to ear, and I can't thank you enough, and it's great to be back with the ESPN 710 family. Thank you. And with that, I will hand it back off to uh, Travis Lee. And, Doc, thanks for coming on back. 
Oh, it's my pleasure, and thank you for asking me, Chris. God bless you. You Love got it. it is it is great to hear your voice, Doc. It has been too long. Doctor it's it's, uh, it, it's great. I can't wait to get it's into like I'm driving around on a Saturday morning. Absolutely, right now. some <laughs> clapper visions in our yeah. future for sure. But obviously, like Chris mentioned, it is uh, it is two eight twenty four, and we all know that. Uh, you are one of the, the biggest Kobe Bryant fans that there is. I'll start with an obvious question. Is there a moment? Is there a thing? Is there a, a, an emotion that comes to your mind first when you think of what we're going to do today? It is. The very first time I met Kobe Bryant, he came to Cedar sinais fundraiser for children uh, with genetic abnormalities. It was a big fundraiser, a sports spectacular at Cedar sinai and he came with Shaq. And they were sitting at a table together, mm. and I went over and shook his hand and met him for the first time and met Shaquille O'Neal for the first time. And that's when I knew, when I heard that ESPN was now going to cover the Laker games, that's when I got busy knowing that I needed to be on the radio. So it, I would even say this. He really is the reason Clappervision came into existence, because when he started getting injuries – Brian Long, Dave Denholm, and the, the, the powers that be in the early days, they called me and said, you got to tell us what's really going on with Kobe Bryant and his injuries. So I give him credit for really initiating the creation of Clapper Vision. Clapper Vision. <laughs> the, great, uh, the great Dr. Clapper here joining us on the uh, Travis and Sleba show. Dr. Clapper, okay, we, we, we spent a lot of time on this just because there's so much curiosity and we still have no idea – what that statue is going to look like when you think of some of the more iconic moments of Kobe, is there one that stands out to you? Are you hoping that at three thirty, um, when that ceremony starts and the unveiling starts, is there one that you're hoping you would see, you would like to see? What what comes to mind as far as the statue goes? So on the Weekend Warriors show, I interviewed many times the great Andrew Bernstein, the official NBA photographer for thirty five, forty years. And the photographer for the Lakers and Andrew wrote a book about Mamba mentality with Kobe. And he told me it was the most incredible experience because he's done many books before where you sit down with all the pictures and then you create chapters in a book. He said, but when he met with Kobe, it was the opposite. Kobe said to him, I'm going to tell you what I want. And Andrew, you got to go find the picture Mm -hmm. that you must have taken to show it. It was backwards. And what was one of the pictures? you got to get the book to just see it. Dikembe Mutombo. He said, you remember, he used to wave the finger. No, 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 you're not going to do this. And he said it's because he could always block everyone's shot because he would block the shot with the right hand. But what you need to see is he's grabbing your jersey with the left hand (laughs) pulling you down. And, and Bernstein said, okay, i got to go find it. And sure enough, it's in the book. And that's how he put that book together. So to answer, my wife says I never answer the question. So to answer your question, <laughs> my favorite photo is really when he punched his heart with his jersey. Because that's what he was. I interviewed Gary Vitti, the great trainer for the Lakers during Showtime and for Shaq and Kobe. And I asked him. What was it about Kobe? And he said, Dr. Clapper, what I learned after all these years being the trainer for the Lakers is that talent is overrated. I took care of so many guys who could jump out of the gym. No big deal. They all have the talent, but they don't become champions. 
He said what set Kobe apart was his focus. And that's what that photo needs to show because nobody had it in his heart, the focus, like Kobe Bryant. Dr. Robert Clapper joining us here on Trav and Slee. You guys all know Dr. Clapper. So I think everybody (laughs) knows about you. Not only are you an orthopedic surgeon, a radio host, the inventor of Clapper Vision and all of these other things. You like to surf. You are the most most well-rounded interest of anybody I've ever known. Probably saved the cat up in a tree yesterday. Slee Slee just (laughs) mentioned it. You, You sculpt as well. Take me through when you're deciding to do a statue where, where do you start? Like when you're building something like this, is it to capture the person's essence? Is it to make it look as much like the actual person as you can? As someone who does this, what's the most challenging? Where do you start? So Michelangelo, who's my hero, when asked to sculpt the sculptures to commemorate, his, his mentor was Lorenzo de' Medici. What did he do? What did Michelangelo do? The greatest artist of all time to answer that question. And what you'll find, if I ask you, Travis, about your days at Santa Barbara or in high school, all these years later, you think of, you can barely remember a single day. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? Towards the end of our lives, your entire life is actually like a single day. So what did Michelangelo do in a sculpture to commemorate Lorenzo de' Medici's life, he sculpted a figure in the morning, in the afternoon, dusk, and then at night. He sculpted the four times of day. And that, in essence, is what you want to capture in this sculpture. The physicality of him Mm. shooting a basketball, dunking a basketball, is not what you want to convey in art, in a sculpture. You want to convey that heart, that Mamba mentality, and that's what they're going to be going after. Um, and I think punching his heart, trying to rip his T-shirt off, you know the picture I'm oh, talking sure. about. It's in the of L.A. Course. Times. That, to me, that is Kobe Bryant, because when he did that, all of us, like a tuning fork, he resonates the tuning All of us were the same frequency tuning fork in our seats when he did that, and that's the that's what I think you're going after when you sculpt Kobe Bryant. Yeah, Dr. Clapper's facial expression as well, right? That that says it all in that yep. uh, in that iconic moment. Okay, final one for me, and we know not just a big, uh, obviously a Kobe Bryant fan, a big Laker fan as well. Um, just your your thoughts here, Dr. Clapper. We're a couple games away from the All-Star break. What, what, what do you think of, we don't think a deal is going to go down for the Lakers, just what do you think of the Lakers moving forward the rest of the season? All I can say, and I don't want to be negative, Alan Slew, and I know how much you bleed purple and gold, but let me tell you, if you bleed purple and gold, what injury would keep you on the bench and not dress up to play the Boston Celtics? Tell me, tell me, Kobe Bryant, you'd have to amputate his leg. He shot two free throws on a completely torn Achilles tendon. Mario Chalmers tore his Achilles. He did a face plant on the court. Two teammates had to lift him off the court. Kobe Bryant went to the free throw and not only attempted, but made two free throws on a completely torn Achilles. That's what bothers me. The mo- and Chick Hearn used to say they were dogging it. He wasn't afraid, and he probably got everybody else upset. 
That's all I'm thinking about right now is we need guys who bleed purple and gold and aren't just looking at statistics. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a leap of faith here, Doc. I'm going to guess you felt very similar the way that I did when I heard the quote, well, we can beat anybody when we put our minds to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it, it, when, when are you exactly going to put your mind to it? And <laughs> Thank let me you. Tell you. Exactly. we got to give LeBron James tremendous credit because he still beats the Clippers, which we love. <laughs> and, and, and on listen, they always say you can't shift a gear. He can, he, of all people you've ever seen, but he's one of the greatest we've ever seen. He needs to give his props. Keep beating the Clippers. That's our championship. I guess that's what it's going to be this season, so whenever we play them. But other than that, Alan, I don't know. I don't know what to say, but we need players. Austin Reeves bleeds purple and gold, right? You can tell. Caruso, when he was with us, he bled purple and gold. That's what we need going forward. Dr. Robert Clapper, it was wonderful to hear hear your voice again, to talk to you again, and I am looking forward to when we get to do it again soon. Thank you. Uh, Me too, Travis. Me too. You got it. All right, Factor Cap is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hey, guys. Having Dr. Clapper on is always great. He's he's always shooting it straight. Love Dr. Clapper on on airways. It does remind me, yes, of driving around on Saturday mornings. So you're like, oh, it's oh, yeah. a little off-putting being at a 11:30 on a Thursday. That was awesome. Yeah, he's a good man. He's a good good dude. I love Clapper. Um, you can hear a smile. Clipper right? thing was <laughs> really good. Yeah, it's great. Um, so Netflix has announced they're going to do a hard knock style uh, series on the Boston Red Sox this season. They are also releasing a documentary on the 2004 Red Sox that broke the curse that won this, the World Series there. So, kind of, uh, you know, one is leading to the other. So, they're getting people primed for this team. It's also the 20 year anniversary of that team. So, oh my um, God. Very cool. You're right. Uh, yeah, insane. <gasps> Sorry to remind everybody. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> um, but my statement is the it's Red Sox. So- what, three, four years after I graduated high school? <laughs> exactly four years. <laughs> yes, four years. So How do you know that, Emily? Oh, yes, because you graduated in 2000. 2000, guys. I graduated in 04. So my statement is Red Sox were the right choice for this season. Travis Fetter Cap? I, I, I think they are one of the right choices. Fact, because the best choice is an unavailable choice. The best choice are the Dodgers but Shohei doesn't do stuff like that and you can't cover the Dodgers story if you don't have access to the biggest part of the story it would be like trying to tell the story of the Lakers with having no access to LeBron James can't do it you you have to have access to the best guy and what makes the Red Sox particularly interesting is that they brought Theo Epstein back that Theo Epstein is, if he's not the smartest baseball executive walking on the planet, he's not beyond the top two or three. He's got a pedigree of having one there, of building a championship team there. That he's back is interesting. Their manager in Alex Cora is a very colorful guy, a very interesting guy. Um, I think it's a very good choice. And they got money, and they got history, and all that other stuff. Al? Cap, you don't believe anything you just said. You don't believe it. The I Dodgers, do. by far... Are the team do without Shohei. that has to be the one that's on this series? It has to be with By the no way, Shohei. I don't care if Shohei. You just see him in the parking lot and he parks, and that's it. You got Yamamoto, you got Mookie Betts, you got Freddie Freeman, you got the front office of the Dodgers. You it's got like Kershaw. John, that you it's could still doing use. the Beatles without John Lennon. You listen, can't do it. Listen, 
compared to the Red Sox? I don't care if you have all access and you only get to see uh, Shohei Otani a little bit. That's all anybody's talking about is the Dodgers. That's right. It. That's nobody why. Else, that's why you can't do it. Nobody wants to know anything else other than the Dodgers. This has to be the Dodgers. I wish it was the Dodgers. It can't be the Dodgers. If Otani's there, of course. But you're the whole time you're like, are you going to get Otani? No. Yeah, but that's no different Otani? than Otani no. anywhere. Right. That's why the Angels would have been a bad choice. You want to see Otani. the Red Sox over the Dodgers? No, but I want to see the. I don't want to see the Dodgers without Otani. I don't. It's it's you're you're telling half the story. I have story. interest in all those players, even if I see just a little bit of Shohei. I still think that's a better storyline than the so Red Sox. So Travis, one thing that's in the case of the Dodgers is the that. Drive to Survive still worked when Verstappen was not sitting down for interviews. Okay, but fair. You're not wrong, but here's the difference. I didn't know any of those guys. I'm going in completely blind. I don't have a, a point of reference for this. I'm coming in completely unaware. It's doing the Chiefs without any access to Patrick Mahomes. You can't do it. You need. You could do it without. If you had Otani, you could do yeah. it without Mookie. If you had Otani, you could do it without Freddie. They but have, you can't they, they not have, have the track. best they guy. They have so many storylines. They have so much attention That's on not, them. You're not and, hearing and me. And Shohei Otani again. <laughs> I'm hearing you, but you're making a case for the Sox because of Theo Epstein no, over the Dodgers. You, not the Dodgers. Al, listen carefully. Yeah. The Dodgers without Otani are not the Dodgers. They're the they're the other thing and it's not that there aren't other stories but the best story is sitting there and it can't be told yeah it's a it's a tease that yeah. doesn't have an ending still think the dodgers i know you do yeah. but you're wrong <laughs> i'm in the middle so i agree with everything travis is saying but at the same time let's not forget that the dodgers have their own thing where they're going to cover otani they have the backstage dodgers and they're going to focus on the, it's not as they're gonna yeah. paint a right. very specific picture but, but it's not going to be as detailed as the documentary is with the with the red Sox. so could you I do my what, what's is it miami fc what's that is that what they're called in miami in miami, miami. Could you do it with no access to Messi? No way. Of course yeah, not. I'm not watching yeah. that. Of course Nobody's not. watching that. Yeah. Um, all right. So Ryan Gosling re- recently said in an interview um, that <laughs> he also so in this interview uh, he has pictures of himself on top of the Warner Brothers water tower. So you guys all know the iconic water tower yeah. on Warner Brothers lot. Okay. So see it from the freeway, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you can yeah. see it from a lot. One thirty four. Sony yeah. has a similar thing too. So Ryan Gosling said this: When I was 16 and moved to Los Angeles and was auditioning at Warner Brothers, they wouldn't let me climb the water tower. Ten years ago, when I shot La La Land here, they wouldn't have let me climb the water tower then. For whatever reason, right now, at this stage in my life and career, they're letting me climb the water <laughs> tower, so climb it while you can, because I don't know if I'm going to be able to climb it tomorrow. <laughs> so, he, it's kind of, it's funny, just, he's he's a great guy, funny guy, but it's essentially his door is open, so he's going through it in this moment. So, got me thinking. We drive around the city all the time. Yep. There are landmarks that you don't necessarily think that you're going to go into. There are landmarks mm-hmm. that you might be like, that's, you know, the Gaylord Hotel in downtown or mm-hmm. in Hollywood or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I really want to go there, but it interests me. So here's the statement. There's an L.A. landmark that you have always wanted to go to that you haven't been to yet. Al, factor cat. I'll go fact. I, I think, and I don't know, I think there's a trail to it. You guys can tell me. How close can you get to the Hollywood sign? Ah. Right up next to it. Yeah, you, yeah, you can. can't really close. Horseback yeah. riding, too. Yeah. So so let me use that as an example. It's actually a really good hike. So yeah. th- this is what yeah. I was just saying. First off, I like hiking. Second, if I could get that close and I've never done it before, like that should be something I should literally do this weekend. I don't have you Laker do games right this weekend. <laughs> but that, that would be a cool thing to go up to. It's one of the most iconic of all landmarks, right? I think that would be the one that I'll go to. The hike from the Griffith Park Observatory to the Hollywood sign, 
you would love it. Mm. It's it's really good. It's actually a really good hike, and then you get the you get two iconic LA landmarks in one hike. Trev? Uh yeah, and, and it's kind of embarrassing to say out loud that I've never been there because it's something that I have. I'm not going to pretend to be like a huge art person, but I've never been to the Getty. Like it's been here Same. a long, long time, Same. and I've never gone up there. And che- and everybody I know that has it's gone amazing. to the Getty comes back oh. and says it's, a, it, that. it's They say that, mm-hmm. and I've just never taken the time to go do it. We've kind of nibbled around the edges. Feel like this today the day we go, eh, you know, let's stay home and eat sandwiches. Like we've never really kind of got <laughs> like over the threshold. Yeah. The two is options. There, <laughs> yeah. It's far away. It's like you don't get access to that people don't get access to that you want to see so like like the warner brothers water tower is there like oh something like that you're like that's kind of i want to try that no nothing that like if you let me take batting practice at dodger stadium (laughs) sure that would be amazing but yeah uh uh yeah i've never been to the hollywood bowl I've, oh, yeah. You know, it's been there, and I've been here forever. Well, now. It's so, never, it's so some, weird that uh, Netflix I've is never a joke. been it's there. It's so weird that Jorge of all. I would feel there. like he's got yeah. like ten stories <laughs> no, of the Hollywood. No, Bowl. no, no. I, I would like to sit on the O of the Hollywood sign and then have like a drone shot just open up, and I'm just oh, like, that'd be pretty it. sweet. But the spot that I would love to get into is located in Disneyland, Club Thirty Three. It's very exclusive to get in there. Hmm. I would want to go in. Have there. you been, Trev? I have. Yeah, nothing mm. to see there. I don't even know Stop. if I know what really? it is. Oh no! I just it's like just the, the like prestige of it all. Okay, cool. Yeah, you're um, good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, staying in the movie realm. Um, so Francesca Scorsese is Martin Scorsese's daughter, and she's been blowing up on TikTok because she gets Martin to do TikToks with her. It's pretty funny. So Francesca Scorsese says that her father Martin sometimes watches back his films as though he's never seen them before. So she <laughs> says he says things like something will happen and he'll be like ha that's great and she's like you literally made this <laughs> so you did do this when you listened back to our show jorge fetrakat yeah all the time because I'm, I'm cutting highlights for promos and stuff like that here and there and there's moments that i miss during the show and then when i'm cutting it or, or when i'm at home and i'm listening to stuff like for instance one of the moments that sticks out to brenda until this day she reminds me of it hey is Sliwa getting cheese on his pretzel? It's one of those moments <laughs> where she knows you don't get cheese with your pretzel. So every time we In Al's defense, he gets cheese. I'll take the heat. I'll get it off her. I'll take the bullet But that's one of those things where I'm that's like, funny. oh, that was pretty cool. Trev? Yeah, because when... We're, we're, we're all, we all have specific jobs, right? We're all doing the same thing, but we're all doing different things simultaneously. So when Al is talking or you are talking or Jorge is talking, I'm getting my next thing in order. I'm trying to listen as best as I can as it's happening. But you're driving. But you're, there's other things yeah. that I have to make sure that I attend to in these moments. And I will miss something. And then when you hear it back, like whether it's a, a promo or, you know, quite frankly, some of the Mandy stuff, I'm like, I was sitting in the room and I didn't hear that. Right? So, yeah, it happens all the time. Now, if I made a film where I got to make every edit and every shot and every piece of music, I think I'd be a little less surprised by it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's fact for me, but only because of the promos. So I could be doing the Laker pregame show or something like that, and they're running promos for our show, and they might take something that we just did, Trav, a joke that we just cracked, we just, whatever, they were running a promo on me getting the Indian food, and I kept... <laughs> selling like what's more american than indian food and the nfc championship right when i heard it it's you know it's okay when you do it live you don't really pay attention to it when i went back when i heard it i'm like 
hey, that was a pretty funny segment, or this happened. I don't go out of my way to do it, but when I do hear it, it does make me chuckle. Uh, and by the way, if the Hollywood Bowl is one of the places that you haven't been in L.A. We have opportunities all day today to get um, Jorge tickets Call. to see um, oh, a, a bunch of performers for the Netflix is a Joke Festival all at the Hollywood Bowl. Fantastic, fantastic venue. Good seats. So definitely listen all day. All right, so Lakers have not done anything yet. We're 15 minutes from the trade deadline. It doesn't sound like they're going to do anything. A couple of different reports from some pretty plugged-in guys are saying they're very likely to just stand pat and wait for the summer. So what is the summer plan? What are the obstacles in that summer? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. It is a big day, a big basketball day. It's the NBA trade deadline, which has 11 more minutes left in it. And the Lakers play the Nuggets tonight. And, of course, it is the unveiling of the Kobe Bryant statue outside of Crypto.com Arena. And you can join the entire station today. East Central Hotel today starting at 1 o'clock for 2-8-24. is a celebration of a legacy that will be unveiled in greatness forever. Mason and Ireland, Sedano and Cap are broadcasting live from the balcony of the Nixo Lounge from 1 until 5.30. Uh, joining us in a day that we will all remember forever, there are ticket giveaways, exclusive merchandise, food, drinks, and a pair of tickets for tonight's game against the Nuggets. Special thanks to our friends at Anheuser-Busch and Michelob Ultra for celebrating with us. Michelob Ultra, 2.6 carbs, 95 calories. See you today at 1 o'clock at the Nixo Lounge at the East Central Hotel, right across the street from uh, Crypto.com and I, we, we, I know we kind of opened yeah. the show with it, that here we are. It's at 3.30 or 3? 3.30, they'll start televising. 3.30, so they'll start. start. So yep. here we are. We're you know basically three and a half hours away, and nobody knows what it is. Hmm. And, and by nobody, I mean that it hasn't leaked to where we all know what it is. There's obviously a, a very small circle of people that do. What a good job keeping that under wraps. Yeah. That, that's really hard to do. I'm bad at keeping secrets. Like, no one <laughs> tell me anything you don't want everyone to know. I'm surprised. If they came to Emily, it would be everything's out. <laughs> that would be my fa- first factor cap. I'd be like, oh, no. Well, the one that, that in, in this building, at least, right, talking yeah. to amongst ourselves and talking to people, going to get a cup of coffee and everything, the one that seems to be generating momentum is the one where he's pulling his jersey yeah. aside. That and, and I mentioned it yesterday. We as haven't kind of, seen anything, so it's not no, like we have inside knowledge. We're, we're, we're guessing. We're guessing with everybody this is else. Just people's description of how they feel like um, is the best way to showcase Kobe in a statue. Yeah, like yeah. I, hearing Dr. Clapper talking about the details of why that would be. It embodies Kobe. The essence. Yeah. It, it's about it's it's about the the Shaq tearing the basket off the wall was the essence sure. of Shaquille O'Neal. Magic running the break, the the teamwork, the vision, the enthusiasm. It all kind of speaks to his essence, right? It, it, the, the the person that they are to capture that in a still. A, a sculpture, a painting, it's not easy to do. Mm-hmm. And that's the challenge that they'll have. And, you know, they've they've kind of knocked it out of the park across the street. All of those are pretty darn good. Yeah, and, and they're special. And th- this is, look, you know what this is going to become? Um, if you think about downtown L.A. and you think about L.A. Live, Chav, it's going to become like one of the, hey, I'm going to L.A. Live to go see Kobe's statue. That I, I think a lot of us get drawn here for a reason. I'm going to L.A. Live because there's a concert. I'm going to L.A. Live because there's a Laker game. Going to L.A. Live because I got tickets to the Clippers, Kings, whatever it is. This thing, when there's a Kings game going on, 
hey, let's go take a, a photo in front of the sure. Kobe statue. When there's a Clippers game going on, let's go check out the Kobe statue. Like, I, I think, and however long that goes for, this one, I, I think, will stand much different than the rest of them, to yeah, put it that way. But for sure, because of you know everything that goes into sure. the, the story of Kobe Bryant, the mm-hmm. legacy of Kobe Bryant, and unfortunately the death of Kobe Bryant sure. was you know so incredibly shocking and tragic and it we, we didn't get to see him age. We didn't get to see him, you know, become an elder statesman of the NBA that it just it, it ended so abruptly. And every time we talk about him, that's a part of the story that brings up all of those other emotions. Like, that, And that's what makes a day like today exciting, is that we're going to talk about the great stuff. We're going to talk about the essence of it. You're going to talk about the beating the Celtics in the finals, him scoring 81 points, him having, what was it, 60 and three quarters and beating the Mavericks by himself. 61 to 60. 61 Kobe to 60, wins. right? And all of those things. Yeah, it's yeah. just, it's it's nice to get a chance to talk about all of those great moments. And today's one of those days. And then they got to go play the Nuggets. Yeah, that, that's the one thing I will say, which is kind of crazy because the way today was lined up, um, think about the last month around the Lakers. It didn't even feel like there was a question of, are the Lakers going to make a trade? You just assumed, well, what's the trade going to be? We're seven minutes away. There's some reports out there on ESPN that the Hawks are keeping DeJounte Murray. None of this has been a surprise now. It seemed like for the last maybe 48 hours, we thought a small move might happen, but not a blockbuster deal. Okay, let's just get past noon for a quick second here. And then there's this, for a lot of these plays, isn't it a relief no matter what, that once you're past the trade deadline for the front office, the coaches, and the players, this is what we got the rest of the way. There's no help coming. That There's that we could turn the page on. The Kobe unveiling, it's going to be an emotional day. So how much of those players or coaching staff or front office, any of that stuff, they're going to eventually, by the time 4-4-30 rolls around, say, guys, we got to go start shooting around. We got warm-ups. It's not like there's no game today, and today is just about 2-8-24. Uh, and then eventually, after that, you're going to have Jokic and the Denver Nuggets who swept you in the playoffs yesterday looking to come in here and do some damage. It's it, there, There's a lot of the plate right now. And the Lakers, obviously, well, they got six and a half or five and a half minutes to, to do something if they want, but doesn't look like they're going to, like you said. Now what? Right. That now it's the now what? Okay, you sitting tight. Okay, like you said a minute ago, if this was the plan back in the summer when you put this team together and you thought that hey, look, we we got close last year. If we run this back, maybe guys get a little better. That's what they're going to do. You know, they know Gabe Vincent is, I guess, the one piece that hasn't really been able to kind of join the team. He hasn't played hardly at all. He's been he's been hurt almost the entire season, but. You got to find whatever it is you found at the end of last year. You got to refine it between now and the middle of April. And they've played fifty-two games, I think it is. Yeah, two games over five. Okay, you got to you got to figure it out. How do you do that? And if not, then what? That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.